Hello and welcome to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. If you're ready to be independent in helping your family with acute and chronic conditions in a more natural way, if you're interested in learning how to use homeopathy at home, and if you enjoy positive, encouraging messages, then this is the podcast for you. Click subscribe, grab some coffee or tea, a pen and a notebook, and get ready to learn how to use homeopathy at home in your family. The information in this podcast and its transcription is to be used for education only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor, and you should never stop any prescription medications without the advice and direction of your doctor. I am not a physician, I am not prescribing, and I am not making healthcare decisions for you. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural health care. Good morning. Today, I would like to talk to you about viruses. Now, why would I want to talk about viruses in July? Well, in my practice, I have been helping lots of children, lots of families with children with this stomach virus and cough. And just there's been lots of um, vomiting and diarrhea and coughing going on. And so I've had, I've done lots of acute consults just recently. And my thought is actually today, my children are going to camp for the weekend to their youth camp with church. And I wanted to just share with you what I'm doing, what I've done with homeopathy to protect them and just what I want to do is go through my viruses guide with you. So on my website, melissacrenshaw.com, I have this guide and it's this viruses guide and you can download it. And so you can download it and print it and it can be this little booklet. So it turns into a little booklet and I'm going to go through this with you so that you can, um, learn how to use it, use it well, whether you're going to use it this summer or you're going to save it for the fall. Um, I do the things in this guide. I actually will do again in October or November. Um, and then possibly again in January or February, but this is what I'm getting ready to go through with you is what I did in the last few weeks before my kids were going to camp. So when you open the viruses guide, if you have it, then go grab it. Just press pause right here. Go grab it and um, and go through it with me. So um, on the front, you'll see copyright 2020 because I made this in 2020. And um, on page one, it just goes through a little bit about why homeopathy. Homeopathy is safe. Um, it's been around for over 200 years. It's a system of medicine. It's not vitamins, herbs, essential oils, um, supplements. It is a system of natural medicine made. These medicines are made from things, all the things that God gave us in the beginning. 
and they're non the homeopathic medicines are non toxic. We make we can make the medicines from toxins, but then when they're made into homeopathic remedies, they're not toxic anymore. They have no long term side effects. Um, it does not destroy your gut homeopathy and um, does not suppress conditions. So the chronic conditions that you are likely dealing with are a result of ill-managed acute conditions, meaning that they were suppressed, um, you know, cold, cough, flu, uh, whatever kinds of things maybe you dealt with as a kid, but also chronic things can be inherited. So I go through all those things in my classes. And homeopathy is safe for all ages. The next one talks about how effective homeopathy is. Homeopathy goes deep to uproot conditions rather than just palliate them. So we're not looking for just relief here. You're going to get relief. Um, but that's not all it's doing. So it goes deep to, to uproot the condition. Um, palliation is not a cure and often includes suppression, which, which drives the pathology deeper. This results in new in a new condition because you never address the original problem. Just like what I already said a minute ago, your, your ill-managed acute conditions um, lead to chronic conditions. And then the last little bullet point on this page is that homeopathy is inexpensive. It is relatively inexpensive compared to essential oils, vitamins, herbs, supplements, and um, you can buy a bottle from anywhere from $10 to $20, and that bottle can last a long time, just depending on the size of the pill, the size of the bottle, all the things. So let's go on now to page two. So on page two, I talk about the history of homeopathy and epidemics. This is so cool. The Spanish flu of 1918. Dr. T.A. McCann from Dayton, Ohio, reported that 24,000 cases of Spanish flu treated allopathically had a mortality rate of 28.2%, while 26,000 cases of the Spanish flu treated homeopathically had a mortality rate of 1.05%. This last figure was echoed and endorsed by Dr. Dean Pearson of Philadelphia, who recorded 26,795 cases of the Spanish flu with the same result. Those are amazing numbers. So, and then another case or another example is the yellow fever epidemic of 1878. The worst yellow fever epidemic in U.S. history occurred in 1878 with over 5,000 deaths in Memphis, Tennessee alone and 20,000 deaths in Mississippi Valley. Various yellow fever epidemics raged throughout the Deep South in the mid to late 19th century. Reports showed homeopathy. Dr. Davis reported a 6% mortality rate using homeopathy. Dr. Holcomb reported a 6.43% mortality rate using homeopathy. Dr. Osler reported a 15% to 85% mortality rate from various dates and locations using allopathy. That is your over-the-counter and prescription drugs. I can't even remember the names of them because I don't use them. Um, so diphtheria, 1862 to 1864, homeopathy 
had a 16.40% mortality rate compared to allopathy that had an 83.60% mortality rate. Big differences. Another one, cholera epidemic in 1855, homeopathy, 2% mortality rate and allopathy, 40 to 60% mortality rate. Those are, those are compelling numbers. Don't you agree? So then let's look at page three. Page three talks about prophylactic homeopathy. So if you've been in my classes, if you know me, I'm not a big fan of prophylaxis, but I do do this, this one with my family and it has proven to work beautifully. So page three, prophylactic homeopathy, prophylaxis, the definition is action taken to prevent disease. So thuya, some people say thuja, that's okay. I don't, it's like 50-50 of the people that I know that say it in a different way. So I say thuya, so you're going to hang in there with me while I say that through this whole thing. Thuya is a great prophylactic for viruses and the Banerjee protocol, when I wrote this in 2020, at that point was recommending Thuya 30 once a day for seven days, then once a week for three weeks for viruses. So that protocol right there, the Thuya 30 once per day for seven days, then once per week for three weeks um, is a great protocol. I have done twice a day for seven days. And then twice a week for three weeks, and then once a week for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, when you when you stop taking it every day, it gets kind of hard to remember. But that's um, loosely. That's what I've done, and it works beautifully. And so that's what I've done this time. Before my kids are going to camp, I have given them Thuya, and I also took it. I took it right along with them. And, but another prophylactic protocol is gelsimium 30C can be used weekly when a flu outbreak is distant or when it gets into your community. You can begin using it daily for seven days, then twice weekly until the threat passes. Gelsimium is great for flu when there's malaise and a frontal headache, that headache right here in the, in the forehead. So let me say, you know, another reason you might choose to use the one of these protocols this summer is uh, VBS, um, kids camps, uh, vacations. Your family's going to new places, maybe getting on an airplane, maybe riding buses, um, just being exposed to a lot of different places and different people. It's a great idea to do something prophylactic to help your family stay healthy through all of that. And then, of course, remember to take your kit with you on vacation. I am sending um, the kids each have a kit that they're taking with them to camp. Another prophylactic um, protocol is Influenzinum 30. It can be used about a month before flu season starts. So this is probably going to be used later in the year. And um, it can be taken for, Joet Calabrese recommends four doses in one day, repeated weekly for a month. She says to stop this protocol when the threat is over. 
if you order Influenzinum straight from Boron, um, they're going to send it to you with instructions on how to take that prophylactically. And I believe it's more than, than this right here, what I just said. All right. So next page four, if you get sick. So protocols for if you get sick. And I love Aconite 200 mixed with Bryonia 200 um, every hour or two if it's very severe, every few hours if it's not very severe, but at the first sign of a cold, cough, or flu, I have been doing Aconite 200 mixed with Bryonia 200 at the very first sign for quite a while now, for about two years now, and I am absolutely loving that protocol that has stopped coughs and colds and sore throats for us. So every year for at least three years in a row, my family got the flu. And the last time we got it, I was like, that's it. I am doing this prophylaxis protocol uh, the next year. So I did, and we didn't, we didn't get sick this, this year. So, um, I believe the last time we got sick was 2020 and this is now summer 2021. So I, um, really loved this, this protocol, the Thuya is what I used. But if you start to come down with something, Bryonia 30, I mean, sorry, Bryonia 200 mixed with Aconite 200, Aconitum napellus, that's going to be an amazing protocol to help you shut it down quickly, get through it faster. And um, here are some pneumonia remedies. So if your cold cough flu turns into pneumonia, um, bryonia, eupatorium, phosphorus, antimonium tart, arsenicum album, calicarb, and sulfur, those are great pneumonia remedies. If you haven't seen my 50 Top Remedies series on YouTube yet, go to my YouTube channel, find that playlist of the 50 Top Remedies. There's a new one released every Friday. And so they're not all out yet, but they're all, but one comes out every Friday. And so you'll get to learn these remedies and when you would choose. So Antimonium Tart is already on there. Um, you know, and by the time you listen to this, maybe all of these will be on there, but they're not all posted yet. There's a new one coming out every Friday. So go there and learn these remedies. I just go through the keynotes. They're very short videos and, um, and they help you to learn them. So you'll know which one to choose if you are to get sick. And then remember to consult a homeopath if you're, when you're not sure. So People often ask me, how do I know when I need professional help? And my answer is when you're unsure. So if you're trying everything, you're throwing everything at it, you're not having results, you just don't know what to do, you're overwhelmed, get help. And I do acute consults, so I would be happy to help you through any acute condition. I also do chronic consults, but we're talking about acute conditions right now. So that's why I bring that up. And then flu remedies are oscillocosinum. Influenzinum, Gelsimium, Aconitum, Bryonia, Rustox, Eupatorium, Arsenicum Album, 
Belladonna, Drosera, Fermfoss, and Natremure. All of those um, are listed right here in the Viruses Guide. So I know that I went through them quickly. Go grab this Viruses Guide off my website. And um, and you can you can have the list right there. Some medicines for colds, cold calm. That's boron's um, mix, cold calm. Allium sepa, apis, aconitum mixed with bryonia, arsenicum. Or that's arsenicum album. Euphrasia, ferrum foss, natremure, calibic, pulsatilla. Those are great remedies, and you can learn those again in my series fifty top remedies. You can learn. Um, those and how and when to use them. So page five of this viruses guide goes on to tell you a little bit about my classes, two of the classes that I offer. I have more than that on my website. So go and read about those, um, about those classes. Go look at them on my website, melissacrenshaw.com. I would love to see you in a class. And then the last page or page six of this guide has... um. Actually, yeah, so the last page has my phone number and all my contact information. But actually, looking at the inside cover, the inside of this cover has a table of contents in this for the little book it, booklet, but it also has a place for notes. So I put that there because I want you to take good notes. It's super, super, super important when you're dealing with a virus or a chronic condition and you're treating yourself with homeopathy, you must take good notes so that you know if you're on the right track. Remember, in acute conditions, you're going to take the chosen remedy for four doses, um, the chosen remedy or the chosen protocol, four doses, and after that fourth dose, reevaluate the situation Decide if it was the correct remedy. If it wasn't, then you need to move on and choose a different remedy or a different protocol. And so um, I never, never take, continue to take remedies that are not working. And I mean zero change, zero. If there's a slight change, then that's good and you want to stick with it. All right. I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope that this has blessed you. Viruses are all year round. Um, I'm always helping people in June, July with stomach viruses and all kinds of viruses. So I remember the days when it really was only in the winter, but it's not anymore. It is year round. So you could choose to take a prophylactic protocol, um, you know, every quarter or twice a year. You might not need it every quarter. Um, maybe twice a year. We do it twice a year. I like to do it in January because we used to get sick in February. Um, so I do it in January and then I do it again in June uh, before my kids get started with camps and vacations and all the things. So I hope you have a wonderful, blessed day. Would love to see you in a class. Check out my mentorship program. Before I go, I wanted to thank all of you for your wonderful reviews on iTunes for this podcast. I am so thankful that you would take the time to make a review, to give me five stars and to type up a review. So I just want to read what uh, one of them said. So today I'm going to read from 
Um, the name of the review was informative and easy to understand. So this is from the Die Tribe, D-Y-E Tribe. Thank you so much. I know exactly who you are. Thank you very much. And I want to read what, what she wrote. Melissa's podcasts are so informative. She has a way of explaining things that make it easy to understand. And I find myself listening intently and forgetting about everything else. The time flies by and before I know it, the podcast is over. I've learned something new and can implement it today. Melissa embraces wherever you are on the homeopathic natural lifestyle and encourages you where you are. Thank you so much, Letitia. And um, I appreciate that because I do, that's what I want to do. I want to meet you where you are. That's what I love. That's what I did in the hospital as a lactation consultant. I would walk into each and every room and meet that patient where she was, meet that family where they were. That's what I want. So it was so encouraging to read that you feel that, that you get that from this podcast. So thank you. So friends, if you want to write a review, um, I'll read it on one of my podcasts. And I'm just so thankful that you all would take the time to do that. Thank you. Have a blessed day.